This is Baby Boomer Tales. You can find us on the web at babyboomertales.com. There are links to different places you can hear our podcast, a link where you can preview our book and purchase our book if you wish, link to our Facebook page, pictures of where these tales originate, and even some pictures of me. Thank you for joining us this last week of 2019. For the last episode of the year, I want to go and visit 1964, 55 years ago. We always do a segment once a month about the top 10 pop songs, top singles, 55 years ago this week, that is in 1964. I thought we'd expand that a little and do the top TV shows and the top movies also. So let's start with the TV shows. Television was a lot different than it is today. We didn't have cable, and so we depended on ABC, CBS, and NBC. When I was a kid, I remember we had a public PBS channel and a local channel. So we had five channels on our TV. We had a remote control. We called him Donnie, my youngest brother. But if he got belligerent on what he wanted to watch... I would become the remote, unless Dad was home, of course. We had one television. And somewhere after 1960, we got a color TV. It must have been around 1963 or 64 when Branded started. I remember I thought the colors of that the opening scene where Chuck Connors was being drummed out of the army and in this cavalry navy blue and with a yellow scarf around his neck and they walk up and they pulled off his captain bars or whatever he had on him and he's branded to wander the earth disgraced because he had drummed out of the army and discharged not honorably and I can't remember what that happened to him What I do remember, it was in living color with the NBC Peacock coming out and in living color. And it was on a Sunday night, the same night as Bonanza. So some of these shows were in color and some of them weren't. So the top rated TV shows of the 1964-65 season, that is the TV season starts in September and ended in May back then. Number 10 was Combat on ABC. Vic Morrow and Rick Jason is a World War II drama. It's a one-hour show, and it was the number 10 show of that television season. Number 9, and I do not remember this one at all. I apologize. Peyton Place 2. Now, I am familiar with Peyton Place because of the Harper Valley PTA song, if nothing else. But what I could gather when I studied about this show was there wasn't a cast that was regular. They had guest stars weekly. Some of the guest stars were Mia Farrow, Ryan O'Neill, Mariette Hartley. It was a half-hour show, and it was so popular for a while they had it three times a week, three half-hour shows during the week. Number eight was The Lucy Show. 
It was like a continuation when it first started of the old I Love Lucy with Lucy and Ricky, Fred and Ethel. Well, this one had Lucille Ball and Vivian Vance. Vivian was in it for the first three years, but they were not Lucy Ricardo and Ethel Mertz. They were Lucille Carmichael and Vivian Bagley. Later, Gail Gordon joined the cast and Vivian left. It was a half hour. Number seven, The Dick Van Dyke Show on CBS. Remember Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore? Half hour comedy. Number six was The Red Skelton Hour on CBS. Remember old Clem Cadiddlehopper, Freddie the Freeloader? It was a one hour show every week. Number five was The Fugitive on ABC. David Jansen was Dr. Richard Kimball. So I'm sorry to disappoint some of you that are a little bit younger, but Harrison Ford was not the original Dr. Richard Kimball. So Indiana Jones was not even on the radar back then. Number four, The Andy Griffith Show on CBS. Andy and Barney and Opie and Aunt B, Floyd the Barber, etc., etc., etc. What a great cast of characters. That show is still playing on the television today. What a great show. It's a half-hour show on CBS. Number three, a spinoff of The Andy Griffith Show, Gomer Powell, USMC, United States Marine Corps. Old Gomer and Sergeant Carter, Jim Neighbors was Gomer. Number two, on ABC, Bewitched, Elizabeth Montgomery played Samantha. Dick York was Darren back in the 64-65 season. Later, he was replaced with Dick Sargent. And the number one show, a show that started in September of 1959 and lasted through January of 1973, we have Ben and Adam who was his last season there was 1964-65. Haas and Little Joe. Bonanza on NBC. Number one show. What a great lineup. Others that didn't make the top ten that year, just to give you a partial list. Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. The Beverly Hillbillies. My Three Sons. The Ed Sullivan Show. The Munsters. The Adams Family. Gilligan's Island, McHale's Navy, and of course, The Lawrence Welk Show, my dad's favorite. I do still watch TV. It's hard for me to find a sitcom I like. And looking at this list, television used to be full of great ones. That's just my opinion, of course. Now, for the top 10, 55 years ago, that is the top 10 pop songs in 1964, number 10, Time is on my side, The Rolling Stones. Number nine, The Jerk by The Larks. Number eight, The Beach Boys in Dance, Dance, Dance. Number seven, Ringo by Lauren Green. Number six, Out of My Mind, Little Anthony and the Imperials. Number five, She's Not There, The Zombies. Number four, by the Beatles, She's a Woman. Number three, Mr. Lonely, Bobby Vitton. Number two, 
Come See About Me, The Supremes. And the number one song for the first week, The Beatles in I Feel Fine. Beatles were quite the group. Two songs in the top ten, 55 years ago this week. To wrap up 2019 for us, I want to do the top movies of 1964. That's the top grossing movies 55 years ago in 1964. Number 10, The Pink Panther. Number 9, The Unsinkable Molly Brown. Number 8, What a Way to Go. Number 7, A Shot in the Dark. Number 6, Father Goose. Number 5, From Russia with Love. Number 4, The Carpet Baggers. Number 3, Goldfinger. Number 2, My Fair Lady. And the number one movie of 1964 by Walt Disney, starring Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins. I guess I could sing a little Chim Chim Cherie or Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious or Tuppence, Tuppence. You know, I say I don't like musicals, but I like that one. That was a good movie. If you ever get a chance and you haven't done it yet, watch Saving Mr. Banks. It's a story of how Disney got that movie, Mary Poppins, all together. It's a wonderful movie. 2019 will soon be gone. It'll be in our rearview mirror. As I reflect upon this year, I guess one of the biggest things that happened with me as I started a podcast. Didn't know what I was doing, but I made my webpage and I started a Facebook page and I learned how to put a podcast together and how to publish it. And I threw it out there. This is my 48th episode. And I just want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. It means more than you'll ever know. If you do enjoy it, I do ask that you share it. Putting that podcast all together, learning how to do all that stuff and producing it, getting it out there for y'all to hear, proved to me that a person can do anything, absolutely anything, if they put their mind and their will towards that. A lot of people think that an old fart can't figure out technology that's passed them by, but I'm telling you, you can do all things. You can. All you have to do is not let them overtake you. Just do it one step at a time. Know who you are. Know where you came from and know where you're going. 2019 was a good year for me, although I had a whole lot of challenges. A whole lot of forgiving I had to do. A whole lot of loving on my wife. A whole bunch of decisions I had to make, including deciding to stay here in our home. Living in the country is a whole lot of work. And there's challenges to that, like cutting down trees and getting on ladders and things. And there again, I had to just decide I can do all things. And so I do them, and I enjoy them, and I feel it keeps me young. I don't want to go rocking in the rocking chair very long, just long enough to get a little rest. Some of the things I didn't accomplish in 2019 is that old resolution every year, going to lose a little weight. Well, I lost a little, and I gained a little. I seem to lose it in the summer when I'm out there sweating my butt off. 
and I gain it once frost gets on the pumpkin and I cozy up inside and start eating all that good cooking my wife does. That's okay. I'm not fat, but I'm not skinny like I used to be. Now's the time for a new segment called Boomer Tall Tales. It's time for Shorty Tall Earl. Let me tell you a story about a guy named Shorty Tall Earl. He's in the Kansas Territory, and there is a mission called the Shawnee Indian Mission, and he's eating some free food there and catching a little bit of rest before his big long journey. He is going to walk to the west and find the place where the sun went when it went below the horizon. So Shorty thanked the kind folks there at the Indian Mission and said he'd never forget them. Said goodbye to some of the girls. Tall Edna was one of them. He said he'd be back. He liked Tall Edna. So Shorty Tall Earl started walking to the west and he walked a whole day and he slept in the tall grass and he woke with the sun and marveled at its beauty and he started walking to the west some more and he walked and he walked for days and days he walked and he slept in the tall grass and he saw the buffalo and he heard the coyotes and all was good with the world but he knew he must go to the west to see where the sun went when it went below the horizon one day as he was walking to the west he saw an animal what was that strange animal he had seen some of them before around the mission and they pulled wagons and man rode atop of them so shorty tall earl spent the rest of the day making friends with this majestic creature the tall wonderful creature that ran and ran and after a couple days shorty tall earl could walk to him and the creature would just stand there and then shorty tall earl was able to pet his nose and speak softly to him and call him his brother and asked if he wanted to be his partner the creature did not run off and shorty tall earl knew that he should call this majestic creature horse for there is no sense for a majestic creature such as horse to not have a name. Well, it took him three more days of petting him and trying to get on top of him and getting thrown off of him and getting horse's confidence back where he could approach him again. But eventually, Shorty Tall Earl sat atop horse and they became one and they were best friends and they were brothers. And Shorty Tall Earl proclaimed, Horse and I shall go to the west to see where the sun goes when it goes below the horizon. So off they went. Horse could really run fast, much faster than Shorty Tall Earl could ever imagine or could ever accomplish by himself. And he hung on and Horse went to the west and Shorty Tall Earl stayed atop Horse and they continued going to the west, to the west, to the west, until they could see majestic mountains. And Shorty Tall Earl said to Horse, 
What are those beautiful things reaching the sky? And horse kept running, and horse kept leading, and horse kept going to the west. Soon they were at the foot of the mountains, and they continued on. And horse went up the mountains, and shorty tall earl would walk beside horse sometimes, and ride atop horse sometimes. And they were brothers, and they were friends. And yet they still could not find where the sun went when it went below the horizon. And shorty tall earl reasoned in his heart that surely the sun stayed on the other side of these majestic mountains when it went below the horizon. And on they went to the top of the mountains. And it was beautiful and it was wonderful. And they were in the sky and they were by the clouds. And the eagles above circled and spoke to them. And shorty tall earl and horse continued their trip. And they went down the mountains on the other side. And they continued through vast valleys. And shorty tall earl said, Surely these are like huge parks for God. It was so beautiful and so wonderful. And shorty tall earl continued. And horse continued. And the eagle continued. And the hawk continued. After days and days and days and days, Shorty Tall Earl found a river, and he followed it to the north. And for a whole day and part of another day, he went to the north following the river. And then Shorty Tall Earl came upon a clearing, and below was a wonderful, beautiful lake. And there were his people, the Arapaho. He turned to horse and said, Surely the sun must rest in this place. And horse turned to him and said, Thank you for giving me a name. It is good for a horse to have a name. Shorty Tall Earl never forgot Tall Edna, for she was to be his wife and they were to have two children. Kindness is a gift that you can give to everyone you meet. My time is done. I'm out of here until next year. And until that time, I wish you happy trails, sunny skies, and a smile beaming down on you from above. Happy New Year. I'll be back next Wednesday.